The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, here we are for another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 298, and it's not the show I thought I would do. (laughs) So, uh, I mostly had the week off, but of course, of course, guess what? Yes, I got sick, and yes, I immediately assumed, oh crap, yeah, it's my turn, I got the damn virus, so... I went in, but I didn't have a temperature, so I didn't qualify for the test. You have to have a temperature before they'll, uh, you know, approach it. And even then, they've got all these places set up now here in the Louisiana where I'm at. Uh, and, but you still got to meet certain criteria. And even then you have to be one of the high risk people to just, to just show up and get the test, you know, uh, so, but, so I was sick and everything, but I didn't, and I still am. <laughs> God, is it hitting me with like a ton of bricks? Um, and so they cleared me for flu. They gave, went ahead and gave me the basic flu test. And so it was a cold. That's what I got. And, uh, I, it, but I mean, there's still some doubt, you know, cause I mean, they said, look, if you do develop a temperature, come back, you know, and, but I never did. Uh, that was, uh, when was that? Tuesday. And, um, I was supposed to, I was going to work one day this week and that was Wednesday. I couldn't do it. And then uh, I was actually starting to feel a little better. They gave me a steroid shot, which uh, was always something I tended to avoid because I'm diabetic. But at that time, I figured, yeah. And of course, you feel great when you get one, but it wears off. (laughs) And then, oh boy, it it came back. Um, So... Uh, couldn't do any of the stuff I wanted to do. I, I was supposed to do uh, a whole new, uh, Bubba Stargon run here. Uh, that's not happening. Don't know when it will. I, I mean, my voice is not completely gone, obviously. And, uh, it, it, it just doesn't sound right to do those voices properly. And the sore throat, that was one of the first things to fade. It was never as bad as it usually is when I get colds and whatnot. And so the rest of it is just this, just aches and uh, exhaustion and uh, the, con- the nasal congestion and all that, uh, and just just constant dizziness. It, it makes it sometimes it's difficult to even walk around. So uh, yeah, I you know tried that. Did a couple of well, I think I've done one video <laughs> for my YouTube channel. That's about it. And then I had promised rob saw i would do his show which i did when we talked to bill schultz from compound media and all that in his morning show uh but of course as typical nothing has changed with that show there was all kinds of technical difficulties so basically i sat there and listened to them talk to bill schultz <laughs> and then they we did a little bit at the end and that was it and then i immediately had to just go to bed because i was in such bad shape oh i'm supposed to go to work tomorrow I'm, that's the plan. I'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't, but anyway, so, so we've had our week here and it's, it's constant contradictory things that come and go. Everybody had it wrong in a lot of ways 
And oddly enough, they had it right in other ways. It's one of these weird situations where several scenarios can all be true at once. Uh, I, I, there's some people saying we've overreacted and this was a plan by which, uh, you know, the, the powers that be were forcing us to stop everything so they can rein in and get more control. I don't think that's, uh, that would come to the conclusion that the virus itself is not even real. It, it most certainly is. Uh, so that doesn't work, but do the, are the powers that be nefarious people who will look for power grabs? Yes. And you've seen a lot of it rather nakedly done in front of you. I mean, the, the stupid stimulus bill that we had, which was pretty much done. They had Chuck Schumer on board and then nasty Pelosi who took her vacation. Well, these other guys, they canceled theirs to work on this because they knew there was this economic damage because the economy has stopped. You know, for all intents and purposes, I'm, I still have a job to go to. I'm just sick, but you know, it's still there. I can go. I'm considered essential. Uh, but a lot of other people, they're out of work. And this is because the government forced you out of work. So it stood the reason that they compensate you for the time. It, but it's this massive amount, $2 trillion is basically what the IRS brings in every year. And it's not enough, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why uh, you go into the deficit spending and this is going to just balloon that to all sorts of proportions but okay so everyone agrees that we're going to pay people directly because we've we, because of this outbreak we've forced them to stay home and not work so it stands to reason you could get a deal on that and they did and then nasty pelosi after her vacation was over shows up and says uh, yeah, yeah. testing 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 mask 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 test 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 infuse infuse so so osha protection osha protections essential essential free testing free testing free testing hydrate 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 science 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 it will pass it will pass we will we will this is not this is all understand this that go with that Go with that. <laughs> so, it, it, but let me make a, 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 it cost much more. Thank you all very much. Thank you. As she wants all this crap, all this god awful shit in there. Then Green New Deal provisions. You needed to have, make sure your board of directors was diverse enough before you could get funding for your, I mean, just on and on and on. The, res, the, the weak, pathetic response from the jackass party was that, uh, well, the elephants were trying to do a slush fund for corporate. The slush fund is the means by which to keep the companies afloat and to pay their employees, which a lot are doing anyway, as best they can. Even mine said, if you have COVID, we will guarantee you your pay for two weeks. Uh, because if you be diagnosed and you can go through the recovery, that's a roundabout amount of time, best to our knowledge, that you could possibly recover into that. And you may actually be able to go to work afterwards, depending on how hard you were hit. But that's the best they could they could do. Now, with a stimulus deal, that backs that up even more so they could pay you, you know, and you get the, the government check, but it's on top of that. And But, you know, jackass party uh diatribe is it, the you know your employer is always bad you know i you know it's always evil and it's wrong and stuff meanwhile you needed to fund planned parenthood you needed to fund the windmills you needed to fund the solar panels you needed to fund uh oh uh, cancel the post office's debt i mean <laughs> in the middle of none of that will do anything to cover people's losses 
as a result of forced uh, job loss. Um, it was just, it's unforgivable. Uh, so many things are unforgivable out here. Uh, the, the news media, which is just absolutely lying, uh, you know, and, and actually pursuing stories like the crazy couple who, uh, you know, drank the, or mixed in the fish tank cleaner because it had <laughs> a combination of chloroquine in it. <laughs> Not the hydrochloroquine that doctors give you to treat normally for malaria, but now it looks like a good treatment for the symptoms of COVID. Um, well, the problem is Trump likes it and he promoted it. So it's bad. That kind of idiot idea is just, I mean, and, and I, but anyway, the point of the matter is, is that, oh, they did this because Trump talked about it in his press conference. Therefore, he's dangerous and he got these people. Well, he got the, the husband killed. The wife survived. But it, no, these are stupid people who did something very, very stupid. They didn't even have COVID-19. They, they thought that this was going to act like a vaccine for it. <laughs> just, that's, nobody said that. Uh, it's a means by treating the, when you have it. Um, so it just on and on and on with this to think that you say, oh, we'll come together and all this. It's just, well, uh, rational people, yes, but these monsters, and they're going to get away with it. You know, the, and the media is going to run cover for them, and they're just going to move on. Meanwhile, your candidate, uh, <laughs> Joe Biden, is just in the deep throes of dementia. Beef up the number of responders dealing with the crush, these crush of cases. And, uh, and in addition to that, uh, in addition to that, we have to uh, make sure that we, uh, we are in a position that we are, well, let me, let me go to the second thing. I've spoken of it. it. Just listening to that and watching it and, oh, God. And it's, you know, so then, oh, well, uh, Cuomo, because basically because he's not in dementia, he looks better. Because <laughs> in the end, he's agreeing with Trump's ideas. You know, it's just, just don't say it like that, but that's what he's doing. And then you know, screaming and hollering about the ventilators and all of that. When there's a 2008 study about New York's potential outbreak response and says you're not ready for it. And nobody, including him, responded to it. 2008, you know, and, you know, and de Blasio, well, good Lord, nobody likes the guy. What a creep. <laughs> Uh, but nasty Pelosi, uh, and a lot of this is, well, she had to, uh, bring something for the squad, you know, the crazy AOC crowd, uh, which is no excuse. <laughs> I mean, but just to take this and Clyburn saying, this is our chance to take advantage of the crisis, to restructure America the way we want it to be. And all it's just, don't forget that. Don't ever forget it. And don't forget your news media people cheerleading for China. The Chinese government not only slaughtered their own people through this, uh, they're responsible for the deaths and the sickness that has come about about this because they lied about this disease. They covered it up. Their medical people had uh, studies and samples of COVID. They ordered them to destroy it. And then you got to question the World Health Organization, who's obviously on the take when they're saying, oh, they've shown great transparency. No, they didn't. <laughs> Uh, it's unbelievable. You know, and this is why you're being racist. No, maybe you are because you seem to be cheering on an entity that killed actual Chinese heroes like that doctor who was trying to warn people, desperately trying to warn people from what he had seen. And they punished him for it. And he died for his hero. Man's a hero. 
you know. And, but, you know, uh, well, we got to kiss China's ass because, well, it's a market and it's big. And the thing, sad thing about it, if this, if the, if the, the bad predictions over this about how long this could drawn out, the damage done to the United States would be far worse than what China's going through. And China would emerge dominant. And, uh, that's, <laughs> that's just a fascist police state. You know, and, and, and look how they treated their people and, and imagine what they'll do to you and you're, they don't even consider you theirs. You know, it's just, it's a frightening aspect of that. Hopefully this can end soon. Now, the idea that Trump's wanting it, uh, to reopen the economy for, for the most part by Easter, uh, I don't know. But the idea that he would set a goal is, is not in and of itself a problem. But, of course, everything is treated like a crisis and horrible and evil and he's terrible. And uh, he calls it the Chinese virus. So, therefore, he's, you know, just on and on and on with that crap that, uh, you know, the, the real problem was, is not the disease. It's America's racism and stuff like that. It's just they cling to their narratives in the midst of uh, this horror. You know, since the beginning of the COVID-19 outbreak, we have seen not only the spreading of the virus, but also a rapid spreading of racism and xenophobia. This is no time for Donald Trump's record of hysteria, xenophobia, hysterical xenophobia. And simply being, uh, you know, Chinese in a crowded space is something that causes uh, people to part like the Red Sea, uh, daring to cough or sneeze causes people to actually shy away from you. There's a lot of restaurants that are feeling the pain of racism, uh, where people are literally not patroning Chinese restaurants. The Chinese foreign ministry came out today and they are furious with the U.S. They feel like these travel restrictions were unnecessary. They call them an overreaction. You know, historically, travel bans tend not to work very well. They tend to be counterproductive. Closing borders doesn't stop cases coming to your country. All these actions do is cause a culture of fear. They don't work. You touched on people blaming Chinese for their eating habits Mm -hmm. uh, and their culture. What will quell uh, the racism that you are seeing. Um, they're not patroning Asian restaurants because of just straight up racism around the coronavirus. This painful rhetoric has consequences. Uh, restaurants across Boston's Chinatown have seen up to an 80% drop in business. And I believe this has everything to do with the rapid spread of misinformation and paranoia. We're seeing lots of people talking about the dietary habits or the hygiene of Chinese people as being the root cause of coronavirus and and other uh, pandemics in the past, like SARS and like the bird flu. And a lot of it is simply just uh, beyond extreme and not held up by scientific data. And uh, it shouldn't be forgotten, but it will be, I suspect. And uh, so enough of that. Uh, that's all I can do for the moment. Fortunately, I had some pre-recorded stuff that was meant for the last show. But, of course, like I said, then I ran out of time. So, hey, it works out, huh? I uh, can't do any red and lefty uh, li- uh, for a well live. I <laughs> can't tape any right at the moment because, you know, voice and everything. So you got that. And I don't know what happens next week. Uh, hopefully, I'll be recovered enough by Monday or Tuesday and can tape something then. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. All right, uh, more Nelson show coming your way.
You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. I like beer. That's why I drink it. Ain't got nothing better to do. Might as well drink beer. Beer. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Cops get eyeful after arresting stripper. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. An Illinois stripper arrested for drunk driving asked police to take her through a fast food drive-thru on the way to jail, where she later exposed a breast and announced that she would not be removing her nipple rings during the booking process. Shatara Mitchell, 28, was behind the wheel of a Pontiac G6 when Peoria police pulled her over for running a stop sign around 1.45 a.m. Mitchell, wearing a halter top and cut-off shorts, had worked that evening at Lux Showgirls, a gentleman's club in West Peoria. A patrolman reported that Mitchell's car smelled of alcohol, and she had droopy eyelids. Chatara seemed to be relaxed as her radio was loud, and she was dancing in her seat. Mitchell agreed to perform a series of field sobriety tests, the results of which led to her arrest. During one test, Mitchell became distracted since she wanted to dance and sing to a song that was playing on her car radio. Mitchell apologized, saying, I just really love this song. An initial breath test recorded Mitchell's blood alcohol content at .204, more than twice the legal limit of .08. Mitchell told cops that she consumed two shots of tequila and two shots of vodka at home before going to work, and that she had had two double shots of Hennessy cognac at the strip club. After being handcuffed and placed in a squad car, Mitchell reportedly asked an officer to make a pit stop at a fast food restaurant so that she could get something to eat at the drive through window. Mitchell also had concerns about her impending lodging behind bars. Will they feed me in there, she asked before declaring out of the blue, I don't want nobody fucking me in the ass. Um, at the sheriff's office, Mitchell was uncuffed as a patrolman began filling out an arrest report. At one point, she announced, I'm not taking these out. Looking up from his paperwork, the cop saw that Mitchell had pulled down her top, exposing her breasts and pointing toward her nipple rings. The officer reported that he yelled at her to put her breasts back in her shirt and advised her that she cannot expose herself like that inside the facility. Mitchell then apologized. Charged with drunk driving and disregarding a stop sign, Mitchell bonded out of jail later that morning without further incident. Well, this incident certainly exposes the necessity to never, ever drink and drive. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Say, what you wearing there, boy? 
Hey, <laughs> this is my Bubba Stargon t-shirt. Bubba Stargon? Oh, man, is that all the characters? Is that little Mr. Spot? It sure is. Oh, man, where can I get one? <laughs> you gotta head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Mr. Nelson store? Where that? Oh, you gotta head over to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and look up the Mr. Nelson store. Yeah, M-R-N-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh, man, I'm gonna get on that and get me a Bubba Star concert. Yeah, you'll be the envy of your friends. Yeah, except you're the only one friend I got. Well... Uh, you'll make more with a cool shirt like it. Oh, yeah! That's right, friends. Head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com where you can get your Bubba Stargon shirt and other great Mr. Nelson products. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Well, I finally found time to get back to my reviews of Space 1999. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. what the hell? Well, uh, of course, uh, I've mostly, uh, uh, you know, mocked the show. Oh, boy, yeah, that was unfair. <laughs> it's really, the whole premise is pretty stupid. What? But, um, Come on, that's not being nice. A lot of things about it, the sets are actually pretty good. Decent. Well, there uh, you some go. of the effects are pretty good, especially when you consider the time. Well, there uh, you go. Made. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly uh, the money ran out and the effects aren't so good. Well, <laughs> which that really uh, it shows up more when your overall presentation is pretty good and then all of a sudden you've got cheap crap. Well, <laughs> but well, <laughs> that being said, the, the biggest problem for Space 1999 is old premise the idea of the moon. Uh, being blasted out of the orbit uh, from some, what? you know, I- event uh, is not necessarily no, uh, ridiculous. No, it, it, it isn't. It could like happen. That possibly could happen. Yeah. But once what? it starts to come in contact with other worlds, which what? they do repeatedly, the, the, the well, gravitational force of that planet would capture the moon. Well, how do you know those planets might have been smaller? That's where they'd be. You know, they'd have to make a life on that planet if it could support them. So, well, uh, that's it, just one aspect of it. Anyway, oh, come on. So this episode was called The End of Eternity. <laughs> what? <laughs> it doesn't end. And uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, it's not that bad. The plot of huh? it is is pretty interesting. Well, there you go. Uh, and a, a lot of the aspects of it is fine. It's actually probably one of the better episodes that they did. Well. The problem is the villain. <laughs> his what? His appearance. Oh, good Lord. What is it? <laughs> he wears this pantsuit thing. Uh, it, it, at first, I thought he was just wearing a black fashion. robe. Uh, but no, it's a pantsuit. <laughs> it was the 70s. It's, Come it's on. Ridiculous. It's all black and everything. And uh, he's supposed to be taller than the average human, so he's clearly not just walking on platform shoes. I think he's walking on stilts. Well. And you can, occasionally you can tell that's what he's doing. Well, so that. what? But basically you know, the plot is he's this immortal uh, being and they find him trapped in some kind of, uh, well, basically a prison cell inside an asteroid, and they're investigating it. Uh-huh. And they find him, and when they open the door, it explodes. It was booby-trapped uh-huh. uh, because he was never supposed to be released. There's all this uh, alien symbols on the door. Obviously, were warning signs, but they didn't understand what it was. Uh-huh. And when they get inside, they think they believe, oh, no, we've injured him. And so they rush him back to their their sick bay or what have you. 
But inside his room was all these paintings of just horrific scenery. Well, he's an artist. Of, of torture and fear oh. and all that. Well, that should have been their first clue. Well, you know, it's interpretive. <laughs> of it's course, subjective. He's a serial killer. He likes to what? torture people. And oh, that's my God. why his people locked him in there. Oh, my God. They achieved immortality, so they couldn't kill him. Oops. So they just locked him in this rock. Ah. Uh, apparently for a, couple, for a thousand or so years. So if, if he was crazy to begin with, imagine how he is now. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the deal, and of course he's he's uh, involuntary. They can't kill him, and all this stuff. He heals yeah. fast, and he's super strong. And they're like, "Oh no!" He says, "I'm just going to torture all of you." Ugh. And eventually, they come up with a plan to uh, trap him in an airlock and throw him into space, which they oh. do. So oh, now well, he's good. drifting uh, out there in his ridiculous pantsuit <laughs> for all eternity now, in space. <laughs> So it's called fashion. There oh. you go. That's the review of the episode. As it oh, turns out, quick. once again, Power Records did an adaption of it. Which <laughs> was Power Records was this thing in the seventies uh-huh. where they had it came with a record uh-huh. and they would do an audio play uh-huh. of the story and you got a comic book with it. So they did Ooh, an adaption wow. uh, of Star Trek as well and Planet of the Apes and then a couple of the superheroes: Superman, Batman, Spider Man. But no Captain uh, Marvel. Six Million Dollar hmm. Man had one too. So the what? Uh, in Space 1999, there's a couple of those. I thought I had heard all of them, but uh, apparently, no, there's one more. <laughs> it was the adaption of this story. So I guess, hey, let's play that so you'll all get right. a better idea of the story uh, for your uh, listening pleasure. All right, let's get to it. Ooh. We are with a landing party from Moonbase Alpha as the group explores a small asteroid somewhere in the outer reaches of the galaxy. I they guess the whole point of the a show. strange rock formation looming up ahead. As Commander John Yeah, Cody that's speaks. what an asteroid is. Baxter, all set? Charges in position, Commander. Okay, keep down, everyone. Blow it! Yeah, pretty lackluster explosion. Yeah. Look! A metal door hidden in the side of the rock. Well, what, why were they blowing it up if they didn't know that was it? Somebody was or is on this asteroid. What do you make of these symbols on the door? Hmm. Let me take a closer look. They're alien. Put a light on it. Now, let's see. D- the door's opening. The light must have activated a hidden mechanism. Some kind of tunnel inside. Yeah. Let's wow. go in. Follow me. Sure. Wow, it's got Another some pretty nice floors, ahead. doesn't it? Again. <laughs> inside the asteroid. And see what happens. Hmm. Didn't work this time. Stand back. I'm going to fire my laser at it. Sure, why not? Another lackluster explosion. It was booby-trapped. Anybody hurt? Victor? Right, Carter, see, that just goes okay? to show. Okay, Guns, whatever the they answer. Even Ray guns. Yeah, I seem to... Just a little business. I'll be okay. Look. Oh, you better get that checked out. carved out of solid rock. Very interesting. It's because it's all rock. It's an asteroid. Victor, those pictures on the walls. Pictures of horror, terror, torture. Positively yeah. psychopathic. Come yep. Under, quick, over here. That, there's your clue. <laughs> A humanoid, unconscious. The blast really got him. Those wounds on his face and they body. They just he's a humanoid. The proper pronouns stay there. There's a chance to save him. Let's bandage him up and get him back to Alpha fast. It's a few a hours later in the medical center, Doctor Helena Russell is removing the blood-soaked bandages from the alien's face. John, his face—it's unmarked. Three hours ago, his face was an unrecognizable mess. It looked like ground If I believed in beef. miracles, I'd say this was one for sure. I'm going to do some computer analyses of these blood stains and skin fragments on the bandages. Yeah. 
You might have checked that no, out for pathogens to begin with, but... Cell growth rate of damaged tissue, 100 times human rate. Cell growth rate of normal tissue, zero. Cell decay rate of normal tissue, zero. Helena. Wow. Do those figures might want to keep that I on file. They mean? they mean this man could live on indefinitely. Theoretically, at least, he's... He's immortal. Immortal? A man of his you size? Mean, he could be dangerous. Mean forever? Paul? <laughs> Main mission here? That's what Paul, it means. I want a 24-hour security watch on the alien in medical center. No one is to approach him at any time. Okay, Commander. You might Helena, catch his immortality. I want to report on any change in his condition. I'll be in main mission. Yeah. Of course, in the 70s, they, they all Russell wore platform to other shoes, patients so. in another area, leaving two security men guarding the door, the alien's eyes snap open. He Oops. gets up, looks about, walks to the door, opens it, and starts Takes walking past the security guards knows. as though they weren't there. Probably has to take a dump, too. They attempt to stop him, but he picks them up as though they were rag dolls and slams them to the floor. Striding past their unconscious bodies, he disappears down the corridor. I can't believe I'm getting my ass handed to him by a guy in a pantsuit. Commander, the alien is loose on Alpha. Repeat, the alien Whoops. is loose on Alpha. He's a giant, incredibly strong and dangerous. Oh. Paul, send out red alert. <laughs> That's their sound effects for the red alert. A school bell? <laughs> yeah, recess, everybody. Security, all guards to assembly area D. Carter, follow me. He's already knocked out half our men. Use your laser. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's their laser sounds. Yeah. Please, I must talk to you. Oh, he speaks English. Yeah. Okay, let's How does he do that? I, I don't know. He just does. But they already demonstrated that symbols on the door was some sort of alien language. I know. But well. why did you attack my men? It was your guards who attacked me. I was only defending myself. Good point. Yes, perhaps you're yeah. right. And I apologize for our actions. It's self-defense. Tell us about yourself. How did you recover from your wounds so fast? And why didn't our lasers affect you? I was. I am. I'm a vegetarian, a and I work out I a lot. I discovered how to eliminate the aging process from living tissue. My body is, therefore, indestructible. Immortal. Immortal? Oh. Exactly. Yeah, you already discovered that, remember? Your doctor told you. Immortal? Apparently the captain doesn't understand what that is. What happened? Without anything to strive for, our people became apathetic, corrupt. Our civilization began to decay, and I was held responsible. You? Apparently they never discovered porn, though. To eliminate death is to eliminate life. Because I took away that which gives life meaning, they imprisoned me and left me to suffer eternal solitude. Oh, boy, that's gratitude for you. No good deed goes unpunished. Old. A thousand years? And you are... Yes, a thousand years. I am over a thousand years old. Most of them spent that <laughs> There, your second clue. The guy would have to be insane by now. Yes, that's Paul right. He's a refugee, and he needs Thank compassion, you. understanding, empathy. How can you have empathy for Later, an immortal? In Commander Koenig's you, office. You fake what do you it. think, Victor? Oh. I'm inclined to believe him. I believe him, too. Well, I gave Connor orders to have Computer keep a check on his movements, just in case. Computer? In case. So yeah. the computer's the name is Computer? Is pictures of horror and terror and torture. So, what, what would they you have call nothing it? to do with what know. he told us. He was on that asteroid a long time. Mac? Maybe he did them himself. Or maybe they were put there to remind him of something. Something Good he Lord. hasn't told us about. 
Commander, computer reports that Baylor Gee, I wonder what it Mike could Baxter be. <laughs> Thanks, Connell. Hmm, Mike Baxter. The only one injured on the asteroid, grounded because of eye damage. What does Baylor want with him? Oh, yeah, a little I'm side going down there myself. Mike, you can Baylor? never sneak up well, on anybody. He was here, but he's not. What did he? But before he can finish his sentence, Koenig is viciously attacked and knocked unconscious by Baxter, raving yeah. mad, eyes staring wildly. He's pretty brutal. Berserk. He's all bloody Standing and above stuff. the blood-soaked Koenig, he is about to strike a final death blow when he suddenly And then he screams, grabs this toy airplane in the show, and, and well, you don't want to know where that went. <laughs> oh come on, they didn't do that. Later in main mission, Baxter nearly killed me. There's blood all over my clothes. Ted Baxter? Look at me. Not a mark. Oh, uh, yeah, it really messed up your uniform. That's the worst face. part. Where have we seen that before? The pictures on the asteroid. Helena, has computer completed the autopsy report? <laughs> yes, here it is. <laughs> Isn't it the computer? Subject, Michael Baxter. Life functions terminated. Cause of death, Oops. rapidly mutating brain cells. Ew. Stimulating brain growth beyond human capacity. Oh. Rapid cell growth causing Baxter's death. So he Rapid died of brain cancer? causing my wounds to heal. The look of Holy crap, so now the commander face. is it immortal. It all points to one man. <laughs> Quite right, commander. Whoops! Why are you doing these things? What is the motivation behind it all? I'm a sick psychopath. I'm even more crazy now that I've been locked away for a thousand years. <laughs> Didn't you see my paintings? I mean, come on. They were put there to remind you and look how I'm dressed. Oh, no, stop that. Right again, Commander. You want that suit, don't you? Years of reflection have made Maybe. Me remember my crimes with pleasure. <laughs> when you released me, you found me hungry for pain. I guess so. After Very a thousand young. years, he's a <laughs> You what probably could have just satisfied him with, with, with the Big Mac. Oh, I have plans, Commander. But things will remain as they are for now, with just one change. You what? will take your orders from me. Huh? No way. Then you will see the consequences of your refusal. And I shall have pleasure as never before. Ew. We'll yeah. stop you somehow. Oh, <laughs> you can't kill me. Well, I'm scared I'm now. <laughs> Within minutes, That's reports of funny. death and destruction pour into the main Man, the whole situation is kind of funny because it's so stupid. Well. Research calling main mission laboratory equipment smashed. Uh-oh. Stuff's pretty expensive. Murdered. Especially since they can't replace it. Yes, but how? I've got an idea. Paul, really? Where is Baylor now? First time Last for everything. Report, vicinity of Area B. Call all our people out of there and seal off the area. All personnel you probably should have done that in the first two. place. All personnel evacuate Area 2. What's your plan, John? I'm going down there and face him myself. Lure him into Airlock B and... Paul, when I give you the signal... I forgot that part you know of the plan. What to do. Yes, sir. But John, he'll tear you apart. Maybe, yeah. but there's no other way. Okay. Minutes, Commander Koenig is making his way carefully through Area B, knowing that Baylor is following, not far behind. Reaching Baylor. the last door down Baylor's the corridor, he pulls bail. down the sign over it, a sign reading Airlock B, and heights. Oh, that should have... Moving just oh. inside the open door... See, they thought that through. They took the little sticker off the door. Ready they here, do that Paul. in the show, too. Check, so that what's-his-face, who apparently can speak and read English, Baylor. wouldn't realize this is an airlock. There you are, Koenig. Ready to take orders? Take Ready orders? to get on your no knees way. and, well, you know... You. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> and Baylor lunges at Koenig, now standing inside the airlock. But Koenig jumps aside, and Baylor stumbles past him, losing Whoops. his balance momentarily. 
Yeah, he lost his balance because he's in those platform shoes. He's still... Morrow presses oh, a button. No. The outside door of the airlock opens, and there is a great rush of air as Baylor is drawn out into the vacuum of space. And the end of his immortality. And that's it. Alpha wiped its ass of Professor Baylor. Bergman is standing in front of the computer as Koenig approaches. So he's all in one piece. Symbols on the door to Baylor's prison on the asteroid. Yes, Victor. What about them? I asked computer to analyze the photographs <laughs> we took of them. Kano, uh, let's hear the results. Oh, God. Danger, psychopath. <laughs> now you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, all people murdered, but let's all laugh about it. Yeah, that's you know that's how they always ended shows in the seventies. You know. <laughs> oh my God, that's horrible. I mean, good God. I mean, they had a computer to read that thing all along, and it never occurred to them. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, no, it's pretty stupid. Yeah, and there's so many unanswered questions. Well, like what? I mean. Well, uh, the guy used his powers to regenerate the, the commander, uh, so he could keep torturing him, you know? Which, I don't know why he just killed the, the guy who had the, uh, eye injury oh, when yeah. he could have revived him too, so he could keep torturing him. Yeah. He just wants to keep on torturing people. But, but the thing of it is, uh, he revived the, the, the commander, so I, I think that means the commander is immortal. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the other yeah. crew will die out and he's stuck on that moon uh, all by yeah. himself until some other uh, aliens find him and he'll be insane by then well, and probably torture go. them too. So maybe that's the ultimate fate of Space 1999, but, uh, well, well, I guess we'll never know. It's probably for the best. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. <laughs>